Dex. Happy New Year. Just wanted to start this one by, before I tell my personal story, saying how much I appreciate each of you and the league. It's been really fun. Really look forward to it each week. I love you guys. Been a constant presence for quite a while and wanted to acknowledge that and say thank you. Also, I played basketball this week for the first time in like quite a while. And man, was I slow. I think I have like a six-inch vertical these days. Probably a top speed of about 12. And But it was really fun. I had one awful putback. I had about three boards. And I had one excellent pass. So that was pretty cool. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. First up, we have Lil Chuck featuring Birdman, Brew Beats off his new mixtape, Three Rangs. Just kidding, he the best. Nasta Thomas. Yeah, that's right, I'm the GOAT. Dan, he yeah. fine, but he takes way too long to vote. Yeah. Doug Kyle, what a yeah. rookie year he having. Pop yeah. Tom at risk of unraveling. I'm focused, Andy, man. were you with boy time to step your game up? <laughs> Kyle Whitty needs new wraps and JB sends links. Yeah. Lunch. Stacks or trivia got an Adam Smoke save blunt. Dewey saves his money up now. Time to wrap this up. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing Company, bitch. Boy, Christian boy, the best coach. Boy, boy, Sean, he a total bitch. Just kidding, he the best. Chuck. Yeah, that's right, I'm the GOAT. Dan be fine, but he takes way too long to vote. Doug Kyle, what a rookie year he having. Pod Tom at risk of unraveling. Andy, were you at boy time to step your game up? Kyle Whitty needs new wraps and JB sends links. Lunch. Stacks or trivia got an Adam Smoke say blunt. Dewey saves uh, his money up now. Time to wrap uh, this up. Fantasy Brewing Company. Fantasy Brewing is, Company. My name is. My name is. Fantasy Brewing Company. Bad boy. Incredible. Thank you. And now we have a recap of the week. Hey. Hey. 
that's about as much as I can use my voice because I have a really fucked up sore throat right now. And actually talking loud or fast or really at all hurts. And I'm actually in pain while I'm talking right now. So got to keep this kind of chill. Don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm going to go to the doctor today. Uh, So I'm going to let the uh, sound effects do a lot of the uh, heavy lifting. It's 50. Uh, all right, well, um, can't go full radio host, unfortunately. Fuck off! But I will do what I can. Surprise, motherfucker! And I'll, uh, make sure that this is hopefully decent. All right, well, Tom lost to me. <laughs> and it ruled. And what do I got to say? I, you know, it pains me to not be able to go all out and go crazy about this. Um, But I let my work do the talking, you know. Um, I really just let my work talk for me and and carry the load against Tom. And, uh, man, sorry, Tom. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Tom, you can't beat me, bro. Sorry, bro. I know it's your podcast. I know you're going to have some 90-minute diatribe in the beginning about how you were doing your family's finances and you were working on a budget and lost track of time and how you missed picking somebody up and they would they did really good and you've been waiting to tell everyone who it was going to be. Um, but you know what? Suck. On this, you lost. And I don't really care what you did that fucked it up. You lost. And that's all there is to it. Okay, um, let's go ahead and take a look at those. And by the way, let's check in with the time. It's seven fifty-two Eastern, no, Central Standard Time, and that's eight fifty-two Eastern Standard Time, and five fifty-two AM Central Time. That was good. Um, <clears throat> man, I hope I'm okay. My throat is not cool. Uh, last week, a couple of really good ones. Um, Adam, really making himself known, taking down the commish, decidedly, Doncic just going bananas. In fact, uh, well, no, wow. Um, So I'm looking at who had the best overall week of any player, and you will all never guess it, but goddamn, Hassan Whiteside had the best week of any player last week. Uh, You hate to see it. Um, And it uh, really didn't matter because Bell still beat Kyle. And uh, he did it from the Holy Land. Um, And that's pretty impressive. Uh, We had uh, Doug Kyle going against Dewey, and he just couldn't stand up to Dewey's conservative approach. And um, he lost. And now he's playing me this week. And he, we don't know what's going to happen yet. Congrats to Andy for taking down Sean, who, by the way, somehow has gone through the thread without anybody calling out his really terrible four and seven record. Really bad, Sean. Um, not good. Not good. Um, and then finally PED system taken down Dan. Damian Lillard had himself a nice week. Um, Doncic 196, uh, a couple of really nice weeks last week, um, from some different people. Uh, my best player of the whole week was, uh, my boy Gorgie Jang. Um, I love you. Um, AD had the best week for Dewey. 
um, Booker for JP Lillard. Man, the uh, matchup with Andy and uh, Sean though, Gobert with 124 all week and Randall with 121. I mean, yikes! All right, um, go ahead and look at the standings. Sorry guys, I can't bring it today. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just I can't. Um, Tom's still sitting on top, most points, but Christian is hot on his heels. And then it's a pretty huge drop off. JB, gotta hand it to you, boy. JB, you are in third for points four, but you're in eighth place, and that's just kind of the pain of the game sometimes. Um, JB, unfortunately, also has the most points against, and that's just kind of seems to be an annual tradition for JB. Um, Adam at the bottom of the pile for points against. Um, Tom, second to last. There I am, third to last. Stacks, and then rounding out that top five on the bottom of points against, coasting along is Dewey. Uh, but yeah, up at the top there, you got JB, Dan, Andy, and Sean. Um, you can really see how uh, you know things have been tough on those guys. But then you jump to uh, Doug Kyle. He is one, two, three, four, fifth in points against, and he's second place right now. Um, and uh, that's cool. I don't know if this is helpful analysis. Um, man, I'm just disappointed. I can't just you know really go all in on Tom. But I'll, uh, I, I did make a, a nice uh, wrap for this uh, this episode. Um, I'm enjoying giving Sean the cold shoulder this morning. Hoping to make him anxious all day. It's Tuesday morning, so maybe this won't get released till Wednesday. So maybe by tomorrow. Uh, things won't be the same um anyways all right well this is going on way too long i'm gonna get the fuck out of here i'll see you guys later what also has been going on way too long or not long enough is some uh vitriol in the league and gotta love it so witty what you got bro oh my damn it has been a fun couple of days Yesterday's trade fest Man oh man Let's address some shit right now I got a couple of things We gotta address So first of all I know Christian the commish Is gonna have this bullshit That he records About how Witty had a timeline Witty had a timeline And he didn't stick to it Bitch I stick to my own timeline I offered you a trade, you said no, I moved on. You countered, I still didn't like it, I moved on. You say you were working magic, bitch for who? Yourself. I don't give a damn what you're doing with Shawnee B. My boo, Shawnee B, we back, I don't know. Maybe we're back, maybe we're not. But Kamish, you trade with who you want to trade with that don't got shit to do with me. You trade with me and you do it on my timeline in my own damn head. You ain't got no saying that, motherfucker. So don't be slandering my good name with this bullshit. So that's what I got to say about yesterday's trades. Now on to Chuck being a little dick ass on the thread 
talking about Kyle doesn't get a vote. Bitch, I don't care if you like my vote. I didn't even vote for Sean, but now I might just to give it to you. To say, Chuck, your threat presence is now more about quantity than quality. Shawnee B, when he gets on there, your boy's laughing his head off. Sean's got the presence. He's got the thread on lock. He picks his moments like a goddamn savant. He gets the thread. You get nothing. Witty out. And another thing. The commish just needs these timelines for himself because he's so damn nervous to send another trade that goes in your boy's favor. I give him Tatum. Yeah, he's good. He's decent. A nice 35 to 40 point night a guy. He ain't white side, bitch. 40, 50, 60 points a night. You just love to see it. You hate to watch him play, but you love to watch his stats rise. Oh, and also, your ex-boyfriend Ubre says hello from my team. He walked off yours and into my life wearing a sweet, sweet fit that only his fine ass could pull off. And as he walked away, he said two middle fingers to the team I just left. It's nice to be with somebody who truly values me now. And I just welcomed him with, with open arms. So thank you for that gift, Commissioner. Speaking of the commish, let's go over to him. Fantasy Brewing. Hello. It's the commish coming to you live from Tom's Tub. Oh my God. Tom just let me take a tub in here. Uh, she was going to tell you later. <laughs> oh, man. This is where the magic happens. I didn't imagine so many candles being burnt down to the wick. Okay. Um, I really like that you have a cassette tape player in here. Let me hit play on that a sec. <laughs> Are those whale sounds? <laughs> Is this how you relax, Tom? Is this how you plot to win? <laughs> oh, Tommy boy. I love you so much, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, just want to check in this week. Uh, came off a couple of rough weeks of scheduling so Tom and, and Adam really took me to the woodshed but uh, luckily I get a get right week this week facing uh, my boy Andy Woo. this is nice um, Andy great win last week really happy for you to get a little confidence booster maybe get you back on the right track now Andy I'm concerned that you're starting to view yourself as fantasy washed up. Is that true? I hope you're not. I've been in a few leagues with you this year and this just hasn't been your year in any of them. So I, I need you to do something for me. I need you to go in front of a mirror. 
I want you to go walk in front of a mirror and just look at yourself. Just look straight at yourself. And, and I want to help you with this mantra. When you start to feel fantasy washed, when you think maybe my time has passed, look yourself in the eye, in the mirror, and I want you to say this. I am not McFeeders. I am not McFeeders. Okay? This will help you realize that you are not washed. All right? You still have life to give in this league, okay? So don't lose heart. But you're going to have to lose heart for just this week. Um, but then after, you're going to go on a hell of a run. Kyrie's going to be back. You are not McFeeders. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Tel Aviv JB. Uh, he and I executed a trade that really helped both sides last week. And it was a beautiful thing. I want to give him a shout out. I texted him like I text many of you. Hey, I got this Lou Will Marcus Morris combo pack. Um, looking for an overall upgrade. Looking for some bodies on Tuesday. He returned with the battery of players from him, his team that he'd be willing to move for them. And we kind of were able to negotiate from there. We came up with a deal that was really made both sides happy, made both sides better. And I just want to give a shout out to that because most of you guys have been complete shit when it comes to trades. You get a trade offer, you don't respond to it, you just say no with no counter, there's no sense of what you want, or you're are having an inability to buy low or sell high. Guys, this is really schlocky stuff. Okay, we could be communicating a lot better when it comes to this. All right? We're, we're having sort of this risk-averse, um, fear-based trading economy in here. And there is a level of guys that you can take a role on, that you can say, it's been like this right now, but I see better days in the future. Oh, man, my time riding this guy is coming to an end. i got to move them. I, I know you know how to do this. Let's do better. And, Andy, I know earlier you said, well, I'm afraid of being trade shamed. Andy, I want you to go and step in front of the mirror, look yourself in the eyes and say, I am not McFeeders. Be bold with your trades. We don't have that much time left. Guys, I'm so excited about the Fantasy Brewing Fits Instagram account. In fact, JB and I have a little bit of a shoot today. Not J JB, I'm sorry. Shawnee B. Shawnee B and I are going to uh, start popping content out of there. Listen, if you find yourself walking outside and you look down and you're like, wow, I created a masterpiece today. Have somebody snap a pic. If you're rocking some NBA apparel, go ahead. Take a photo. Send it to me. We're looking for um, full outfit photos to the best of uh, 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 to the degree that we most can. Um, but if there is just one particular article that you're trying to uh, focus on, we can also throw that on the story of it. Now, I'm going to keep that account locked in private. But if there are people in your life that you'd like to view it, significant others, secret boyfriends, whatever it is, um, I will approve them. So whenever I get a request for that account, 
I'm going to shoot it out to the league and say, hey, do we want this person to view our beautiful fits? Finally, I just think it's important that we note that we are witnessing the fall of Tom here. He's becoming increasingly unhinged with his basketball takes, gloating and boisterous, overvaluing his team in fantasy, also the Lakers. And as he's taking a little bit more heat on the thread, you can almost picture him rushing to his computer and typing, how would Joe Rogan roast this person back? Tom, you're crumbling apart, man. The plane is starting to rattle. Pieces are starting to peel off and fly off into the distance. You've had a great run. You're the front runner for MVP by far. But can you safely land this plane and not only compete for MVP, but for a title? I know that's what you want, Tommy, but it looks a little rattly right now. Looks a little unsure. Just know we're all watching you. We're all watching you very closely, every move. Well, Tom, thank you for letting me visit this, this pod from your bathtub. It's been a real treat. I'm just gonna sit in here for a few more minutes and uh, hoping a great white, maybe an orca, some porpoise show up on this tape. All right, Fantasy Brewing, have a great day. The commish is out. And then from the Boys and Girls Club to the Middle East. Shabbat Shalom, my friends. This is JB from Israel. Uh, I'm right outside Qumran, where I just saw where they discovered the Dead Sea Scrolls. Swimming in the Dead Sea earlier in the day. All kinds of good stuff. Um, climbed Masada earlier, so heading into Jerusalem tonight. Uh, a couple of you have texted me about safety and all that kind of stuff. Everything's fine here. The Israelis don't give a shit about Iran and all that stuff. They're just uh, total badasses. Um, in fact, it, no one's even talking about it, any of the stuff going on. I just read stuff on Twitter, and then you guys uh, are <laughs> literally my source of concern. <laughs> so shame on you guys. Um, everything's great here. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Life's good. Uh, I had a great week last week. Uh, my team really performed, did really well. And, uh, you know, this week I don't have anybody playing, it looks like. I looked at my lineups with Linda Mulder and I was like, good grief. I've got like 20 active games all week total. So I um, expect a big old loss um, to come home to. So Anyways, one-on-one one while abroad, I'll take it. You know, it's not so bad, especially when you're named after a furry and struggling to make the playoffs. So it is what it is. All right, man. Much love. See you guys. Dudes, thanks a lot. So much good content. Um, but there was one other thing we were wondering. Uh, big debate on the pumpkin spice lattes and how long they're in season. So maybe we can find... Excuse me. When, when does pumpkin spice latte go out of uh, season? Okay. Really? Okay. Cool. Just depends. Awesome. Thank you. No, you're good. I'm 
good with the one I picked, so. Let that be a lesson to us all, and maybe all we all be happy with the ones we pick. And last up, we have a look at the playoff implications. The only thing that I neglected to mention too much in this was that the matchups of the Dan JB and the Sean Stacks matchups this week are very, very important. <laughs> Dicks, welcome to the first fantasy basketball podcast recorded in the new Real Tom Brad Studios. I am doing some unpacking and some moving in down here, but today I'll be unpacking the league. A few weeks ago, I did a deep dive into the numbers, which I thought you know may, might help, might be interesting. But today, I'm going to take a look at each team, and I'm going to be doing a deep dive into the playoff picture. This is going to be followed up next week with the commish and I talking about what we think each team needs to do if you want to have a chance. So, it is currently week 12 out of 17, which means we have six more matchups, including this week. So when you hear it on Wednesday, you will this will be one with five remaining. Nick Chin asked, that's uh, Kyle Doug Ian, or KDI, asked on the thread kind of cute and naively for, I mean, really showing his rookie side. He basically said, does eight wins guarantee you a playoff spot? So that was sort of the premise for me starting to take a look at this stuff. But then I got carried away and spent probably a lot longer than I should have actually looking at it. And I think that to answer his question, it might. Eight wins could get you in. But for sure, ten wins, you're definitely in the playoffs. Nine, you most likely are. And ten wins, you're definitely out. Okay? So keeping those two things in mind, ten wins, you're in. Ten losses, you're out. That's kind of the baseline. Then what I did is I wrote down the schedule, which I have to my left here. I wrote down the schedule of each team and what is remaining. And believe it or not, this week we're going to see some some real separation. Okay, then what I did is I wrote down important dates for the league, of which it's really only February 7 at noon, which is the trade deadline. And then I looked at each team and kind of broke them into tiers. So basically, what we have in Fantasy Brewing Co. this year is right now we have a four-tiered system. Tier 1 is the top of the standings, which is myself, KDI, Chuck, and Adam. Uh, We all have at least seven wins. I have eight. And two more for the seven winners, one more for me, were in the playoffs. Me with a point four, I'm fine. Two wins more for each of us, we're probably solidly in if we can each go three and three definitely in. okay then we have tier two which is kyle christian and yes drum roll believe it or not dewey with six and five records okay so they're sitting they're sitting pretty with six and five followed by the tier threes which is stacks and jb and JB, I know you're in the holy land, you know, maybe deepening your spiritual commitment, uh, getting to know your faith better, but you kind of, you made it, you, you basically gave us a resignation letter before you left, but you are in this thing, dude. So good luck, except when you play me. And then in the tier four, we have the Sean, Dan, and Andy. So I'm going to start there. 
and <clears throat> kind of break those ones down. And then we'll go up, hitting some key matchups, what they need to do, what has to happen. And then we'll talk about potential moves next week. So starting from tier four. So we'll start with Andy, who has a very uphill battle. He definitely has to win out. Uh, one more loss, he's out of the playoffs. And he needs a bunch of other crazy shit to happen. If he wins out, he would be eight and nine. And he has a schedule that he can do that without contradictions. Dan is right there behind him. Dan also needs to win out, which would put him at um, nine and eight. And he two more losses. Dan is out. But he he also the other thing that could happen is if one of the tier twos, if either Kyle, Christian, or Dewey kind of drop off the next couple weeks, Dan has a shot. His, his points for aren't awful. So Dan. I know you want it, but don't give up. It is not hopeless yet. Two more losses, you're out. Then we have our, our buddy Sean, <clears throat> which, dude, congrats on that promotion. And uh, also congrats on voting yourself for MVP. But Young Guns is in kind of a hard spot. He's at seven in the loss column. With six more matchups, he's going to really have to go four and two for any chance of making it. Um, also, if we look at his schedule, he's playing this week's stacks, who we'll get to in a second, then JB, then Dewey, then Chuck, then KDI, and then Kyle Weld Wallace Witty. So the fact that he's got a really tough schedule, he's got other guys that are hungry, and so Sean's really going to have to bring his A game. This is probably good for Christian and the team that Christian will end up with, but Sean, you're going to have to at least go probably five and one to make it. So just keep that in mind when you're offering these shitty trades, or you're trying to talk about how actual points matter or percentage or whatever the fuck you're looking at. Just remember you need to really bring it and probably go five and one to have any chance. Okay. Then let's look at the tier two, the tier three, which is stacks and JB. And here are where things get interesting. Stacks hadn't had a win in the entire holiday season. Uh, I don't think he had a win since mid-November, but we all kind of consider Stacks to have a solid team. He'll talk about how he has injuries. He told us how he could ride losses for a few weeks, but then he lost six in a row, and now he's looking at a record of five and six. So Stacks is four wins. Like, so if he goes two and four in the next few weeks, he's definitely out. If he goes three and three, he's sitting here with a losing record, and he's going to really have to make up for, for losses in the points four column. So I sent Sachs a great offer that would really help the depth of his team, and he basically told me to fuck off. However, Sachs, you're the one who should probably fuck off because your team is probably fucked unless you do something to get off your current roster. So Sachs, not looking good for you, dude. You're going to really have to bring it. You're going to probably have to go four and two here on out to make it. And then you have to also hope your team scores a lot of points. JB, you're in the, you're in the same situation, but you made a pretty damn good trade. And I don't know why the commission took healed who some reason our league has a boner for. And you have Lou will who in this league is kind of a darling who you can trade for. And you have Marcus Morris senior who Dewey loves and Kyle loves. And you can kind of throw in, 
to he's he's kind of considered a class A guy in the league. So you have a pretty good roster, man. So JB, same thing. Four and two, you're in. Um, you're looking pretty good on the points for <clears throat> five and one. You're definitely in, but if you only go 500, it's kind of tough. Uh, JB, you have of any of us, you have the easiest schedule. So you have you're playing Dan, Sean, and Andy, who are all at the bottom of the league. You're playing at Stacks, who you're above in the standings, and you only have Christian and Adam to really challenge you. So. You're writing your own ticket, buddy. Uh, have fun in the Holy Land. And I really hope you listen to the pod there because that would be the third continent the pod been listened to this season. Then we have the Tier 2, which is really interesting to see the Kyle, Christian, and Dewey matchups. Okay, on paper, these guys are probably in. If they each go 500 from here on out, go 3-3, three and three, they'll be sitting at 9-8. and eight. If all three of them can manage to go three and three from here on out, then the playoff bar is set at nine. So, you guys, you can do it. Uh, Christian has the hardest schedule of anyone. As Christian plays, uh, he's got kind of a gimme this week in Andy. Then he's got Stacks, JB, Dewey, who are all going to be fighting for the playoffs. And then he's got... Um, Chuck, who is always a fierce competitor, and then he ends the year with KDI, which could have some you know MVP implications in that one. Uh, but you fuckers should probably vote for me this year. Um, so Christian has a tough schedule. Dewey has Dewey is the one in the whole thing who's writing his own ticket the most this year. Really strong year from Dewey. Then he's got Kyle, Dan, Sean, Christian, Adam, and Andy. Andy, week 17, most likely has nothing to play for. Dan, week 13, is probably going to have to bring his entire A game or Dan's season is gone. Uh, Dewey has Sean, who, you know, they have some vendetta against each other, but I see Dewey prevailing there. And then it's going to be against Christian for kind of a fight for seeding in the playoffs, which I'm really curious to see what that matchup looks like week 15. But Dewey, you're writing your own ticket. If you go three and three, you're you're in the playoffs, dude. That would be awesome. That would be an incredible story and turnaround. Um, Witty has a decently hard schedule. This week he's fighting Dewey, so this is going to be an important battle as one of them will be 500 and the other one is going to be solidly seven and five. Then he plays Chuck, and I feel like Chuck hates losing to Kyle. Then we have the Kyle battle in week 14. Then we have Witty and Tom, which is we'll call the LeBron Bowl. Then he has Dan and Sean. So I feel like Kyle is the one in the league that somehow everybody likes to or kind of hates losing to for some reason. Maybe it's a joke about being the youth pastor, student, or whatever it is. But I feel like people like bringing their A game against Kyle and hate losing to him. So that's a pretty tough lineup. And Dewey, so between Kyle, Dewey, and Christian, you guys can either all be in, which would would free up one spot for the rest of the guys, or one of you falls off. It's going to be really interesting to see. Here we have, Christian has been doing a lot of work, as we all know, over the last couple weeks, doing a lot of side texts. He has his text persona, and he's got his side individual persona. And we're not sure which one we, we each are getting. 
but he's been trying to make moves. He's been spending probably 20 hours a week trying to get Freddie Van Vliet from me. Uh, I think uh, now he's going to Dinwiddie. So we'll see. Maybe we'll have one of them by the time the pot is out. But I'm expecting a big move from Christian. Kyle is trying to follow that suit, but I expect for Kyle to either make a trade that really helps his team to lose uh, one week but then help his team in the long run, or I think we're going to see him kind of fuck up some trades like he did two years ago. But we'll see. I think Kyle is really wanting at least the eighth seed, so maybe he just toes the line and makes it in there. I think, Witty, you go three and three, you're in, buddy. Then in the top tier, basically, uh, if we if we look at Latam sitting at eight and three, um, I really have to fuck up to lose. I would have to go zero and six, which I think Sean did uh, last season, so it is doable. But I'm going to pretty much have to lose out to miss the playoffs. With my incredible lead in points four, as long as I get one win, uh, I'm I'm in. And two, which, so if I go two and four, I'm in. And probably, you know, as a one or two seed. Uh, KDI and then the uh, brothers-in-law, Anderson, Pally, are fighting for those for those other seeds. So all three of us, if we just go at least 500, we're in. So basically, I think that there are six playoff spots spoken for right now. Uh, we have Latom James, KDI, Cat Flag, Tacoma Blazers in. Then we have two of the next spots will be taken up by 20 Pounds of Hustle, Big Drummer Boy, and Assholes. If they all go three and three, which is very doable for all three of them, then that leaves one spot remaining for Booker Fox, the PED system, Young Guns, Kawhi Coyote, and Orange Julius. So I'm really excited to see what happens here. And before kind of going going on this, I'd like to point out just a couple things. The next two weeks really matter for Sean because especially he's got Stax and JB who are down there. Then he's got Dewey. So the next three weeks he's got those ones. A win in climbing those games, Sean, is going to be huge. Make moves, hit your boy up. Okay, Stacks and JB really, realistically, to make this thing, have to go four and two. But week 17, they're the only matchup of consequence. They're playing each other. So that's going to be super fascinating. So basically, guys, one of you could be fighting for the last playoff spot, week 17. The other matchup of note that is remaining on the schedule in the later weeks is the Chuck Christian matchup in week 16. You know that these two guys in their heads both think, you know, former, the two reigning champs, the two reigning MVPs, MVP and championship in the same year. They both think that they're the alpha dog of the league, but this matchup is going to have playoff implications. So really curious to see what happens. Uh, We had our biggest Sunday trades this week. And we should see a lot more of this in the, in the next coming. Next week, Christian and I will be breaking down the teams, looking at your actual rosters, what we think you could do, what you should do. But, guys, let's bring the A game, okay? Six weeks left. Get it, motherfuckers. <laughs>
NBA, it's no balls association NBA, yeah we got the power ranking NBA, it's your fantasy b-ball NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw NBA, it's no balls association NBA, yeah we got the power ranking NBA, it's your fantasy b-ball NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw